your body type. And the word of God says that is not the case. There are other virtues, other characteristics that are to be praised. The third point today is women who fear the Lord are to be praised. Who wrote that? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit says a woman who fears the Lord, a woman who honors God, a woman who wants to follow Jesus is to be praised. And that's what we're doing today. Charm is deceitful. Beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. What is charm? A definition of charm would be the power or quality of giving delight or arousing admiration. Person and be from the devil. Is that not true? What is beauty? In this verse, beauty is referring to physical appeal. On this Mother's Day, I want to do a little thought experiment. I want you in your mind's eye right now just to think of a woman that you admire and respect who has made an impact on your life. Think of that person. It could be your mother. It could be your grandmother. It could be a sister. It could be a spiritual mother. It could be a woman of substance, not of surface. Do you have that person in your mind? I stand here because I've had many strong women in my life, and it's a real privilege on Mother's Day to be able to honor them and to honor you. This church is filled with women who fear the Lord. I think of my grandmother, Chinese woman who grew up in South America in one of the poorest countries in the world called, at the time, was British Guyana. She was an orphan. She sold milk on the streets, opened sewage in, in the streets. And my mother grew up um, under her mom and... My grandmother married an Indian man, and he died when my mom was very young. And she worked, in addition to going to school and finishing almost top of her class, she just worked in, as a butcher's assistant. She worked in hospitals. And when she met my dad, and, they had, and she had twins, me and my brother, she said, I promise you, after I finish raising these guys till they're two, I'm going back to work. But that didn't happen because she decided to stay home and to take care of me. And some of you might be following in the same footsteps, and there's no judgment in whatever your situation is. I understand that. But when I think of my mom and I think of my grandmother, my grandmother who used to just work as a cleaning lady, getting up every day at 4 a.m. to pray. And she did that her whole life, and she ended up buying a flower shop and having the American dream, praying for us. What characteristics come to mind? You have your own women that's touched your life. Physical attractiveness? Charm? How about diligence? How about temperance? How about integrity? How about a fear of the Lord? How about creativity? Are you hearing me? Charm is deceitful. 
beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. And if I could speak to the young men and the young women, for some of you who are single and have a desire to be married, which is many of you, when you think about the woman you want to be, superficial things. Why is it some of you men, when it comes to your mothers and your sisters, you value the true virtues? But when it comes to the prospects, you put on a whole different lens that is not from the Lord. Is that not true? Young women, mature women, let me speak from my heart. I've been praying for you this week. And you need to know that I come to you with a father's love. This is my daughter, Alexis. You know her well, or you don't, I don't know. She's 17. She's finishing her sophomore year in school. And as we sit around the table on Thursday nights, I'm teaching my teenagers about manhood, about womanhood. And this girl, when Jen was wonderful, you need to match this image. And if you're not, you're not worthy. Forget her brilliance. Forget her kindness. Am I speaking to anyone here today? Some guy wants her call out characteristics. Hey, there's nothing wrong with being beautiful. There's nothing wrong with being charming. I'm a walking testament of that. Speaking to you to say, sisters in Christ, never, ever take those secondary qualities and put them as the primary. That's how the devil works. And men of God, don't do the same when you look at your sisters in Christ. Who are you to elevate what God says is deceitful? This is a very painful day full of tragedy, loss, and regret. And if that's you, know the God of comfort is with you in the pain. And we pray for your continued healing. Another very important message you need to hear is that as I preached a couple weeks ago about the church family, the church family is made of people who are single, people who are married, people with kids, people without kids, widows, widowers, people who come from all walks of life. Paul said, if you're single, I wish you could just remain single. Don't seek to change your status. As long as you're single, you pour yourself into God and the things of God. And if you desire marriage, that's a good thing. But what I want to say to you is, as we look at the Proverbs 31 woman, Delilah, for 1,100 pieces of silver, charming, mixed with a little bit of... There's one girl, a southern belle in New Hampshire, she, she showed attention to me, and she gave attention to me in history class, and she never talked to me, and she never gave me attention, and this... She says, hey, how are you? And she was speaking in such a nice tone. I'm going to sit next to you today. It was test day. But I wasn't thinking about that. I was charmed. I figured she, I figured she finally came to her senses. And we, I, we start taking the test. And she says, boy, you better move that arm. I'm like, what? 
She's, she wants to cheat off my test. That's why she's charming me. So what would a good Christian boy do? Later on in college, okay, for you in the little Christian circles, I was at a Christian concert, whatever that means. And it was kind of bar-like, but it wasn't a bar. It was a bar, but it was Christianized. You guys know what I'm talking about? Good mood music, okay? And there's a sister in Christ. Cover your ears. She lost. All I can say is charm was happening, and I was like, this is the one. Kids, you can't use this against me. This may have, this is probably about Uncle Mark. Somebody we know, his nickname was called The Claimer, because he would claim people as his wife. This is the one. No, this is the one. So the claimer said, oh, okay, there's a date, okay? A date happens, okay? Because there's a charming atmosphere. Someone asked someone on a date. You go on this date, and I'm like, okay, nice dinner. Go to a show. We're at this nice restaurant, and I know she's the one. So I say, well, what is your relationship with God? And she says, well, God does his thing, and I do my thing. (laughs) So I realized I was duped, okay? Charm is deceptive. And many of us, what we do is that we are charmed because we want to be charmed. We have a need in our heart, and we project that onto another person. And when they're not that person, we are deceived. Charm is deceitful. Have you ever been deceived? Have you ever deceived others? Be careful. Young men, young women... Make sure that you're not just judging surface things. When I was in New Hampshire, uh, a lot of, we'd always go skating. It was, you know, winter. You go on the ice because you want to go skating, you want to play pond hockey. My dad had a rule. No one plays pond hockey unless I test the ice. And I remember even seeing one person that had moved into town, and they weren't from the Northeast, so they didn't understand. It looked like it was solid but it wasn't. It's a very dangerous situation because the person is on this very dangerous ice and they could fall right through and die from hypothermia very quickly because they didn't have someone like a father or a spiritual father or someone they trust vetting the ice. Be very careful, friends. I once dated someone that my dad said, it's not a good idea. That's like him saying, Mike, The ice is not safe, and I go play anyway. And guess what? I fell through. It was bad. Check the ice. Maybe the ice is safe. Maybe the ice isn't. But do not allow someone to judge your worth merely by appearances. Next point. Beauty. Beauty is vain. Vanity, you guys know what beauty is, right? And vanity just means it's vapid. It doesn't last. I think my mom's beautiful. I tell her that all the time. Every time I see her, mom, you're beautiful. My dad thinks she's beautiful as well. There's nothing wrong with affirming that. You fathers, love your daughters. Hug them. Tell them how beautiful they are. But don't only affirm those qualities. Importance. Like I mentioned, eating disorders, TikTok. Hey, and men, 
Guess what? I can't watch a basketball game without being told how fat I am, how bald I am, and how little testosterone I have. Men are like that too. The whole world is telling you, you're not tall enough, okay? You're fat, you're bald, not enough testosterone. Okay, I got it. Send me the supplements, all right? Let me watch the stupid game. Let me watch LeBron James grab his ankle and cry like a baby, okay? I'll tell you what's really sad. Even my son, Jeremiah, he gave me permission to share this. He said, Dad, what if I'm short? Why am I, what if I'm not tall enough? And I said, son, what matters is your brain. What matters is your heart. What matters is that you love God. Men and women. God wants to tell you that there are qualities that are much more important. And we're going to look into it in a moment. Our Savior. What was said about our Savior in Isaiah 53? It says, He had no form or majesty that we should look at Him and no beauty that we should desire Him. Was Jesus married? Oh, He wasn't? Was He a good-looking guy? Oh, he wasn't? But we want to pursue him and be like him? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Bathsheba, arguably, is the woman who wrote this proverb to her son Solomon. And she was the same woman who bathed on a roof, and the king saw her and delighted in her. Intentional, not intentional, I don't know the bathing habits of Hebrew women in the ancient world. But she knew that her husband was one that was had a predilection to make decisions based on sensual desire. And she could see the same in her son, Solomon. Solomon has 700 wives and 300 concubines. And she could see him going down the wrong path. And she's like a rock star. Solomon was... But if Bathsheba tried to lure David just with beauty, beauty is fleeting... And her man moved on and discarded her and went to the next one. Young women, you're all beautiful in God's eyes, all of you. I can't commit. When I was praying for this message, I said, Holy, I was asking the Holy Spirit, what, what am I going to say? And I really felt an impression that he said, that he said, tell them, don't fill their minds with beauty tips. I'm not saying don't try to look beautiful, okay? Or don't, you know, I'm not saying no makeup. We're not going that way. I'm just saying, just think of the hours we spend trying to fit into a certain thing or to lose weight or, okay, gravity happens. Aging happens. That's not where it's at. Many of you have not been taught that. This culture has brainwashed all of us to think certain things. Your manhood, your womanhood, think of the women you respect, what makes them Awesome women. You're a great writer. You're intelligent. You have virtue. They take pictures. Hey, can you come up here like this? You got to hold my Bible for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry. This is my daughter, Alexis. Give her a hand. Do you want to read what you wrote? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right, this is impromptu, but she's helping filter crass dad. 
And I'm like, how do I say what these girls are doing? She, and Alexis wrote, you could say that girls are posing strategically in a way that is very promiscuous or showing off parts of their bodies that they ought to keep private. So these, it's, to me, it's a tragedy as an educator, as a professor. These women should, could be doing doctorates, and many of them are on that road, yet some of them feel the urge and the need to take pictures of themselves. And this is my daughter. I didn't know she was going to write this, but this is, you're a woman of God in development. And when I look at her, I don't say, here are characteristics that you should be. Now here's a list you can't attain. Now do it. You're not good enough. She knows I love her wholly. And whenever I affirm the right kind of qualities, it's for her own growth in this world so she can thrive and be satisfied. Do you understand that? So when I affirm these things, I'm not saying this is a list that you can never attain, another list that you can't live up to. It's an affirmation. Alexis wrote, they're putting, about these girls, they're putting their bodies shamelessly online where anyone can see it. Doing it so people like and admire their bodies when they ought to be keeping it for their husbands to admire. Like if I was a husband, don't use like so much. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Okay. Like if I was a husband, I would be very angry if my wife was posting pictures of body parts only I should see online for other men to see. Even if she did it before we were married, I would have her take them all down. Oh, and the boys do it too. Blank sent me a picture of a boy lifting up his shirt so she could see his hip in underwear. But I guess this message is for women and men and men. Does that resonate with anybody? But I think with girls, it's different. This is her opinion. A woman's body is something sacred and pure for her husband, and I would say for the Lord. And men, your body is also for your future wife and for the Lord, not for yourself. A woman's body is something sacred and pure for her husband. I think she defaces it and shames herself by putting it free online for anyone to see. Thank you, Alexis. Allow me now to transition. Please look in verse 10. And I'll just go quickly and read this, and we'll wrap things up. We've talked about charm. Charm is deceitful. We talked about beauty. Beauty is fleeting. It's not going to last forever. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Verse 10. Proverbs 31, verse 10. An excellent wife who can find. She is far more precious than jewels. A couple things here. The character status of this wife is before she has a ring on her finger. Let me say that again. The character status of this woman. She has wife-like qualities or woman of God qualities prior to to marriage and these women exist and there are many here these women exist although they're difficult to find you know when I met Jen she was wearing a baggy overalls and a frumpy hat which I love why I'll tell you why because she was tired of guys liking her for the wrong reasons 
but I saw through your costume. And on my second date, I said, oh, you are beautiful. Am I allowed to say that? Sheldon gives me okay. Don't be so superficial. 11, the heart of the husband trusts in her and you will have no lack of. One, she is not afraid of the snow of her household for all her household are clothed in scarlet. She makes bed coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Okay, she has style. She's prepared. I think of Nicole and her mom who made masks for people at the beginning of the pandemic, sewing, taking care. 23, her husband is known in the gates and when she sits, when he sits among the elders in the land. So she, she helps her husband be freed up so he can do what he needs to do in society. She makes linen garments and sells them. She delivers sashes to the merchants. She's dependable. Strength and dignity are her clothing. Underline that one. Strength and dignity are her clothing. And she laughs at the time to come. Strength, dignity, humor. 26, she opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also and praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. At that time, women didn't have legal rights. But what God is saying is so countercultural. He says these women who are often in the background, they need to be in the city gates and praised and honored. So what, a, what the Holy Spirit wants to say to you is young women, mature women, whatever situation, young ones, you are beautiful, you are precious. And as I read those qualities of honesty, diligence, creativity, the most important thing is that you follow the Lord, that you're a person who fears the Lord. And you will be a person worthy of praise. Let's pray. God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for all the great women in this assembly. Thank you, God. Just like I love Alexis, my daughter, unconditionally, how much more do you love each woman here and each woman online and Facebook and Zoom? Help us, Lord, to not take those secondary qualities of physical attraction and charm and put that at the forefront. You don't do that. Why should we do it? Protect us from the lies of the enemy. Let us be affirmed in the qualities that you say, God, really matter. And gently correct the men here who have corrupted their own minds with the illusion of this world. We want to be people of substance, not people that just look at the surface. Change our hearts. Change our minds. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. And God, I thank you for these women who are praiseworthy.
In Jesus' name, amen.